Yo, 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 and some more of the yo's going on. Y'all know what this is. This is the last cassette. I am your host, uh, John Richard. And I'm your girl, Egyptia. Sakbasi, everybody. What's going on? What's going on? Black nation, black world. Um, everybody else in the world, what's going on? Hope everybody's doing good, feeling great. Um, so I guess I'm going to start off with the quote of the day, all right? So the quote, not the quote, the quote of this week, all right? So the quote of the week is this. Sometimes it's best to be by yourself because not everyone understands the depths of your thought. So many times we look for crowds. So many times we look for people to someone understands us. Um, but it's not made for We were not made for everybody to understand us. That's why we are individual people. Sometimes the only person that need to understand you is yourself. Stop looking for validation from everybody else. Only you could validate yourself. And that is the quote of the week. Two snaps in a row. Two snaps in a row. That was good. Well, all right, everybody. Let's start talking about what's hot out in these streets and what's shady in these trees. So, since I saw this on um, Instagram, of course, I just... Had to chuckle my little black heart because this was hilarious. Um, so, Mr. Loso, we already know so. Mr. F-A-B-O-L-O. U.S. Yes. So, he got dissed. And, you know, I guess from, you know, what he said in one of his rhymes, every time he tries to shoot a shot, it keeps switching. Yeah, it keeps switching. <laughs> so, he tried it. And the record, if, if you was going to look for the record, it's... Um that DJ drama, um, what's the name of it? The song is Wishing. Right. Uh, DJ drama. Um, this the remix with Fabulous. Yes. So, okay. So what happened was he tried to shoot his shot, knowing that he's already taken by this chick uh, by the name of Miss Peru uh, on Instagram. So um, let me see if I can pull up my phone real quick to see um, so that I can, you know, say things correctly. Let's see, let's see, let's see, where is it at? Okay, so anyways, so he messaged her saying, you don't stay in NY, do you? She said, nah, good, nah, nah, I'm good, love, enjoy. Basically hitting her with the future shit. So I laughed my ass off and she actually continued the shade even further, which I loved it even more. She wrote down a list for him and for everyone to know. She said, number one, I'm engaged. Number two, I hate abusive men. Number three, I hate cheaters. Four, I have a business email. Five, I'm not in New York. Six, I love my teeth. Seven, I have standards. Eight, I'm not a video vixen. And nine, read number one. I'm engaged. So, I'm chuckling and laughing. And the reason why is because so many niggas out here in these streets think they are slick. When they know they have a whole girl at home with a family and they still try to creep. And I guess sometimes like dudes just forget that we are in the days of social media. You will get blasted if you try to hit up the wrong girl. And I mean, I guess these dudes are not realizing that, you know, some women, not all of us, but a good bit of us are noticing that we got to stick together and make sure that these dudes get put back in their places. Not all dudes, but the dudes who think that they can do whatever they feel like doing. And I just love it because so many dudes out here think because they either got looks or they got money that they can get whatever broad they want 
and that she will drop whatever she's doing to go and sit on your lap for a couple minutes. So I'm loving this. I think this this was just the most hilarious thing ever. So anyways, fabulous. You've been denied. I think, I think in regards to the aha to the fab, um, <laughs> you know, I guess we could say it's part of the era. Because um, mm-hmm. most other females, and we see you got money. It doesn't matter about if you're married, if you're in a relationship, a lot of them is about is trying to just secure the bag. Right. And so, to me, you know, a lot of guys, you know, even though it's wrong, we, we all sometimes fall victim to um, celebritism, to money, to, to, mm-hmm. to the culture. Power as well. Yeah. It's, we, get, we get greedy as, as men. You know, our egos come into play. I feel like I could pull this girl, I could pull that girl, I could pull a multitude of different All women. Girls yeah. And so we are in our mind, only thing girls want is money. They just want to get put on. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember like, say for instance, when I was the same guy or when I was in high school, or whatever, we would date girls, you know, mess with girls that were dating, mess with girls that was like lesser attractive or even the fine ones or whatever the case may be. And we just dumped them off and we know that they would just mess with us just because we somewhere the cool dudes or he's the athlete or just to get clout. So, mm-hmm. um, I guess that, I mean, to me, that's why I guess he thought she was, uh, but she hit him with that, you know, that curveball, like, nah, nigga, this ain't, this ain't the one. Swish. So, his shot, <laughs> that point, his shot was steadily breaking. So, oh, I love when these niggas get, get just, oh, I love it. I just, I love it. So. Oh, nigga, you tried. And she's she's stunningly gorgeous. I mean, she's stunningly gorgeous. I don't know if you just, if you saw what I she saw, looked like. She's a cute girl. But I like, I'm more of an Emily B fan because to me, Emily B, like, yo, she is so thick. I mean, she is thick. She has ass for days. I mean, you ever see ever goes like the um, Cheesecake Factory? It's, mm-hmm. it's like an eight layer chocolate cake. <laughs> Like, uh-huh. That's how thick she is. She's thick as like an eight layer chocolate cake. Thick? She is thick. Like if I was him, I would she'll be, she'll be praying every year. I mean, don't they she'll have be a like four kids already? Woman. No, he only has two by her. She has a daughter. Oh, okay. But here's my thing, and she's gorgeous too. She is. She's so sexy. So my thing is, is like fabulous. Even after you knocked her, her teeth out. She's still here. She's been rocking with you for all these years. Y'all are not married. You guys have been engaged for however long. She gave you kids. And she's fine as hell. Why are you trying to look? She looks like a video vixen. You have that at home waiting for you. What is the point, my guy? I I think in regards, it's not just that. We can say regards to a lot of guys. A lot of guys. A lot of guys have the most gorgeous women. And they still step out on them. And I'm like, for why? Because I'm going to tell you this story. And I I post this on my Facebook and my social media. And I tell another person this once. Is that. Stop playing wifey the fuck. All right? Mm-hmm. I think that a lot Ooh, of women... Say that again? Stop playing wifey the fuck, boys. Yes! I think that a lot of yes. women, what they do is they get into these relationships, and initially, the only thing they do is play wifey. Yes. I'm going to fold his clothes. I'm going to cook for him. You know, I'm going to suck his nuts every day. And, and, it's, and it's these things, I'm, and then they wonder why a nigga ain't going to marry you. Because you already did everything a wife's supposed to do before marriage. So, if we get married... What's the point? What's the point? You're already doing it. Nothing's going to change. I think a lot of women now, what they should do is it's like give a lot of dudes ultimatums. 
Mm-hmm. Um, said, like, dude, I'm not going to wash your damn clothes with your shitty-ass drawers <laughs> until I get a ring on the finger. Yes, I believe in ultimatums. I remember when I was in, I, and for the longest, I was reluctant. I hated the word ultimatum. I hated it. Because uh, I remember I had a girlfriend uh, at a moment, a, you know, a moment in my life who gave who gave me, uh, well, I gave her ultimatum. Mm-hmm. You know, she gave me ultimatum, yeah. And it, I chose the wrong choice. Mm-hmm. So ever since then, I was like, damn, I hate ultimatums. Mm-hmm. So, but I see why these things are, these things exist. Women, if you want to get a ring, you have to give the dudes ultimatums. You have to stop playing wifey. And that's that. Emily, you are where you are because guess what? You did everything a wife is supposed to do and you didn't secure the ring. Yeah, I mean, that's true because my thing is, is he can't say I'm not well established. He can't say I don't have the money. He got all the funds in the world. He, the fund that he probably has in his checking account, we could probably live on for the rest of our lives. He's straight. He is good. Yeah, yeah. He got bread. He got yeah, bread. Yeah, he got bread. Like he got it like stacked up. But you know, he still never decided to. He never decided to really give her the official title of being a wife, and and also it does it it is about you know what a woman, how a woman values herself and what she thinks she's worth. Mm-hmm. He's only going to reflect that. So. I mean, for me, I'm sorry. I ain't going to be with you for like years and years and pop out babies out this cootie cat and there's no ring on my finger. Not one, but two. Because they've been engaged for years. Yeah. And what tours has Fabulous been on? They could have been done this wedding. He was on a lot of tours. Well, lately, probably not that many. They could have been married. Because well, he's, he's taking breaks. But he just, you know, just not, not too long ago, he released him and Jetty Kids released that combined album Friday on Elm Street. Oh, he's still he's still great album. Oh my god, this was um, yeah. He you know usually it was doing that like, you know, Friday on Elm Street like that, that on thing. like mixtapes, but the album dope. I remember the verse he said in the album. Um, uh, the same people are in my dreams, are in my nightmares. The same, the same people in my na- nightmares are in my dreams. Something along those lines. But the album was dope. So shout out to Fab and Jada. Jada to me is one of the top five. Lyricists of all times. But, you know, it is what it is. Fab, stop cheating on him. Right? I mean, seriously. And, so, and can you, um, and could you please, you know, um, keep your damn hands to yourself, too? Knocking people's mouths and stuff. Okay, anyways. So, um, what's next? Let's see. So, Haiti's going to space. Niggas in space. Niggas in space. Niggas so, in I'm space excited. Time. I'm excited. So, um... Somebody, I can't remember the name on Instagram, but they posted that Haiti's going to be going to space in the next six months, and that's going to be bettering um, the, uh, what's the word, communications and things like that. So I can't wait to see, like, what they're going to see, what they're going to bring back. So in six months, we'll be in space. So I'm excited. Shout shout out to Haiti. Yes. One of of the, you know, all black nations. Yes. You know, going to space. All black everything. You know, and who knows? I think a long time ago, Nicky's Ben was in space. You know, who says I'm not going to be one of those people who's, you know, stay woke, so, you know, entirely into it and uh, disregard science. Right. But, um, shout out to Haiti. Yeah. So I'm, I'm really excited to see that. Like, that's going to be dope to see, like, what they bring back and how it betters, like, the island and things like that. So also, um, 
So I was watching E! News the other day, um, and they were talking about the BET Awards. Mm -hmm. And they talked about how Cardi B and um, Offset have already been married. Because he went up and when D'Amico's got their award, he said, you know, I just want to thank my wife. And everybody was like, hold up, wait a minute. Wife, wife, what? What? So they actually went on Twitter and confirmed it, that they actually got married. Um, I think it was, what, September? Yeah. In September, they got married, and she said that they went to the courthouse, no ring, no nothing, no makeup on it. They just got married, and they just didn't tell anybody. And I think it's kind of cool that as public as they are, mm -hmm. they keep, like, so much stuff private. Because even the pregnancy, she had been pregnant, like, when they got engaged, and then they got married. Like, they didn't even... So what I read is that when the engagement came out, they had already been married. I think that's the best. To, to me, I think that was the best thing to do. Yeah, I th I think that was like the dopest thing ever. Because I think sure. the marriage thing and the wedding thing it gets overblown at times. Yes, it does. And then it, you know you bring family into it, you bring all these things when and really strangers too. Yeah, and I think the, really the biggest thing about when it comes to getting married or marriage is only the two people that's involved. Right. And I guess people are like, well, it's not tradition. She married to the family, or they married to the family. You married to that person first before the family comes in. And I think in regards to um Carla being offset, um, it was the right thing to do and it was the smart thing to do to me, it's the more mature thing to do. Yeah. I it's think only so y'all two in the beginning, it'll be y'all two in the end. Is you know, when y'all get, you know, after everything and you die and everybody gets old, mm -hmm. the number one person that's gonna be right there by you. Is your spouse? That's true. So to spend the rest of your life with somebody, to me, to have those sacred moments, it's 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 beautiful. Mm -hmm. it's, it's nothing less than beautiful. Um, I applaud them. Um, I wish them best of luck. I didn't think they was gonna get married. Well, so I'm surprised. So <laughs> pleasantly surprised. I'm, I'm happy for it. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm totally happy for it. You know, I think it's like I said, it's to me forever is going to be beautiful. Mm -hmm. Just to share something intimate with just each other. Yeah. That means only two, only both of y'all have that memory. Nobody else. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, I so think that was dope. Congrats to them. May they have many, many years together. Them ratchet, those two ratchets really surprised me. I really did not think they were going to make it. They made so it. So, I think that's so cool. Like, for me, I just, I just think it's like the coolest thing ever. Because I really didn't think it was going to work. Like, I really was like, she going to drop that baby. That baby's gonna turn about one, and that's it. That's gonna be it for them. But no, they get married. Yeah, I mean it was good. I, like I said, to me, the the the, the more um, secretive you are with your relationship, the more you keep it in the house mm -hmm. versus letting everybody know versus letting everybody into your relationship, the more successful it'll be. Yeah, and I think after the cheating scandal that happened, I think that's when they were really like, because she talked about it. She said when the cheating scandal happened, she was about to announce her pregnancy. But then when that happened, they talked about it. They said, you know what? Let's not do that. Let's not do it now. Let's wait till it blows over and then announce her pregnancy. Um, because she said she didn't want, she already was getting negative publicity for mm -hmm. taking him back. And she said, you know, they were still working on things. And, you know, for them to say, oh, well, now we're pregnant is going to be like 100 times worse. So they right. just so after that, that's when they made the decision to completely keep everything in their relationship wrapped up. Hey, that's the best way to do dope. it. The best way to do it. Yeah, I, I think that's really dope. I think for me, uh, 
I think that's something that I definitely want to do with my next relationship. Like keep everything as private as I can. Because I really do believe like less mouths in your relationship is like less work, I think. So um, what was another thing I was going to say? Yeah, um, another question that I was, I, I kind of thought to myself. So he had like four other baby mamas, right? Mm -hmm. So what made me think was what made him marry her but not the others? Maybe his personality. Maybe. Carter B has personality. And I, I feel like sometimes we need to get with a person whose personality is somewhat equal to ours. Mm -hmm. um, I remember, because uh, I want to speak upon my own experiences, is that I remember I was dating a girl. Mm -hmm. um, and she was kind of bougie. She was kind of high class. And she's a good person. And no matter how much or hard she would try to make it work, or I would try to make it work, it never really meshed. Right. never really got to anything. And, you know, though, like, I realized was that our personalities differ. Mm -hmm. Was that, you know, she liked it for somebody to be dressed preppy and this, that, and the third. And I'm like, look, I'm comfortable rocking what I want to rock. If I want to rock sneakers or slippers, flip-flops, that's the kind of dude I am. And she's she's not that kind of person. She wants the person to be dressed up and this, that, and the third. She's proper. Which is weird because you you can be that person, though. Well, like, I you're can. very versatile with, like, your, your fashion, though. But I'm, I'm talking about the whole personality. Mm, right. Like, in regards to her personality. The personality never fit. Mm. You know, I was like, yo, I'm from the hood. You know, I'm all about, you know, niggas in the hood, people in the hood. Boom. Yeah. She's like about, well, I don't know about all that. You need to start talking like from the hood. I'm like, yo, I could talk the way I want to talk. Cause that's how I grew up. That's how that's the that's the mannerisms um I used. Mm -hmm. You know, I can switch it up because I am college educated mm -hmm. and but I am from the hood. Mm -hmm. So both of those things combined creates who I am. So I will always talk about the street. I will always talk about it. I was, it, it would never it would never go away. She would never understand. So I get with somebody who does, someone understands, we can relate. And if we can relate, we can grow. Because we can share some similar stories, similar experiences that she couldn't. And that's not the knocker. That's just to say, look, you're a good person. It's just that our personalities is not compatible to this relationship. Mm -hmm. And it is what it is. Yeah, so I guess, I mean, at the end of the day, what's, who's for you is what matters more than anything else. Right. Okay, well, I guess I, I just thought about that. I was like, I wonder, like, why? You have, you, you have kids with, like, four different women. Like, why not them? Why her? Maybe, like, like I say, I'll, I will always go back to personalities. Mm -hmm. We have to remind ourselves, you know, obviously do a track. Mm -hmm. Obviously do a track. That, so, and a, you know, eventually something's going to happen. Mm -hmm. And... What you would say to, like, you know, what you're used to, especially being a person from the bottom, is, like, I'm used to grinding. I'm used to hustling. I, you know, she knows how to do the same kind of grind, same kind of hustle. Right. Versus the person with a silver spoon who had everything handed to him. Yeah. You know, somebody, I remember one of my, um, I was when I was working at Walmart, and I forgot, I think it was an old head told me, I think it was Mr. Charles, he said, it's not about the person who's at the top that you want to be with. It's a person that you climb the mountain. Who climbs the mountain with you? A. They. Yes. So I. So that's to yes. me. That's that's a similar thing when it comes to relationship. Cardi B in the offset to me, he probably saw a little bit of her, right? But different, you know, areas. She's probably she's from the hood, the Bronx, you know, you, you know, up there. 
versus him when he was in a hood in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. Now, different areas, but it's, the code is still the same. Yeah. And that's what they probably clicked on. And she's kind of a, a wild person, and he's somewhat of a wild person. Mm -hmm. Boom, boom. She does music. I does music. Mm -hmm. Boom, boom. And it go, maybe goes deeper. She believes in the same thing that I believe in. Because yeah. sometimes everything looks good on paper, but what's underneath, people don't look at. For example, I can say this. I believe in um, black people and the world should come together, right? Right. She believes in that. Right. Right. I say, I, you know, I believe in everybody should be treated equal and this, that, and the third. She believes in that. All right, that's on the outside. Well, that's basically on the inside. All right, let's say, let's switch. Let me, let me, let me reword this. I got a degree. She got a degree. Okay? I'm a black person. She a black person. Right. Right? I don't want to be a lawyer. She wants to be a lawyer. Mm -hmm. Everything looks good on paper. But, what's, but what's, what's the undercut thing of it? Yeah. I believe in everybody being equal. I believe in helping the, the poor people. Mm -hmm. She doesn't. I like saving money. She likes spending money. Right? I'm, I, you know, I'm a deist. Mm -hmm. She's a full-blown Christian. Mm -hmm. So the paper, on paper, we look compatible because our degrees, the accolades, and everything. But the personalities doesn't match. We can have good sex, we can have a kid, or whatever the case may be. But the success of the relationship, to me, it's not going to work because eventually it's going to come a time where one of those um, those personalities going to come out and she's not going to fit it. I'm going to want to save the world and she don't give two dams about it. Right. She'll be looking at you like, why are you worried about it so much? And we're married now. Yes, exactly. Because where everybody sees on the paper. I've been in relationships when, when it, it was, she would look good on the paper. And a lot of people does do that. Like, damn, she light-skinned. You know, she she she's getting nursing or whatever the case may be. She looks yeah. good on paper. Yeah. But she doesn't fit you in regards to you or females. He's oh he's fine. He has six pack. You know he I don't know what he good does. Good job. Yes, good job. He has a car. In the same hand, you know he beats women. Mm -hmm. He 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 doesn't go to church. He doesn't do none of those things. Or he's not um like intrapersonal like he doesn't he's not self-aware he doesn't know what he wants or right like so it's one yeah. of those kind of things and so we have to pay attention to those a lot of people don't and i think that's that's why it's one of the reasons why it's a lot of downfall relationship we look we date people for social statuses versus i want to grow with you yeah and shout out to, to cardi being offset god damn it yeah for sure take I mean, that <laughs> i would i would love to be like a fly on the wall of their relationship, just to see how it goes. Like I've always been curious, like how, how, how do they work? Like as a couple, like I don't know. I've always been curious to see, like what, what is it about them? I think they probably ratchet together. Ratchet as hell. Yes, I'm pretty yes. sure there's cognac and um, black mild, black and mild weed rolling everywhere. Yeah, I would love to see that for sure. But, okay, so last things for what's hot, um, the BET Awards. So you watched it. I did. And for me, I just watched like a couple clips. Um, I will say that the most, uh, the performance that really hit me the most was the J. Cole one that you told me to watch. Mm -hmm. um, I loved it. I love 
the song. I love the whole meditation thing and the kids being there. I, I think it was it was dope. But what did you think overall of the BET Awards? Um, personally, I think the BET Awards was suck. It sucked. I think it sucked. I mean, the last I will say, like since we've been kids, I think it's been sucking. I think I think it comes to the time where. It's just not authentic thing no more. Is I remember when Monique was hosting it. It was the best when Monique hosted when Monique, it. Yes. Monique, Monique just bought out a different type of not Hollywood, but I'm you know I'm down here with y'all. Yes, and and I think ever since Monique left, that you know the replacer, the replacements hasn't kind of you know got up the par with her. I mean, Monique opened the show one year with doing the uh oh. Yes. With all her, with all the big girls with Shout her, to, and she killed yes. it. It was, it was, yeah, it was dope. It Shout was really good. You know, and I just, I just think, I just think it wasn't, it wasn't nothing. I don't, it had some good performances. The J Cole performance was dope. Um, her performance, featuring Daniel Caesar, was good. Mm, okay. Uh, to an extent, the Meek Mill performance was it good? It was, like it was it? okay. Um, the Nicki Minaj performance, I, I it guess. was. All she did was spread her legs and climb and just I don't I, I think it was just black. It was, it was yeah, it wasn't really nothing to look forward that to. That was my face the whole time. Yeah, I, so I guess like I said, it was it was it was the BET Awards was decent at most. It was, you know, yeah, but you y'all remember when um you had to judge people looks like in school and it was fun. Sexy, hot, um, straight, okay, and I don't know. Oh yeah, I remember those. And then it was ugly. Yeah. The BT Awards scene was the I don't know. It wasn't the <laughs> worst, but it was like, eh, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if, if if it's if it's me or what. I just don't know. And then Snoop Dogg ended up performing with the gospel choir. Yeah. When is Snoop Dogg trying to become? I mean, Snoop Dogg. I guess he tried to change his life. Um. Snoop Dogg found God, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to say. I saw I him in, in the in the in the robe, and I was like, "What the hell is he doing?" I, I just don't know. I just Snoop Dogg is okay. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I don't know. I'm just like, okay. It is what it is. You know, he, he makes me think of like that old uncle that ain't got nothing else better to do to just do. Real random stuff. I mean, I'm not knocking him, you know, trying to shop for black Jesus. That is okay. But I just think, like, it was, like, a really random switch. And it came out of nowhere. So I've been doing this for years, though. He, like, like, I remember he tried to do reggae music. Remember he changed his name to uh, Snoop Lion. Oh, my God. You're right. And he dread his hair and all kinds of shit. And so, everybody was like, what the hell? And he, so he's a Rastafari. And I don't know what the fuck this nigga be doing sometimes. He's an OG. He tried to Snoop, pimping in holes and all that good shit. But I don't know. I'm confused. BT Awards, you get a half a thumb up. That's the best I could do. A half a thumb up. The best I could do. <laughs> All right, y'all. So let's take it to your take. So um, Richard has been wanting to go on a rant about these new MCs. He said that he is tired of these whack-ass MCs. So Richard, the platform is yours. Um, I, I guess... Basically, say is this: um, we went from, you know, being the ones selling the product to being the fiends, you know, and, and to me, it, it's it's crazy how you talk about doing drugs. I mean, 
when has this ever became cool? When has it ever became pop? I, it just babbles me. Because when I see somebody who does drugs, I was like, yo, this dude's a fiend. He's mm-hmm. nothing. You know, even though I know, you know, growing up, you learn about substance abuse. But, you know, in the hood, whatever, like, damn, bro, you about to steal a lawnmower. You picking up cans to get money to be a fiend. Yeah, like it was looked down on. Yeah. yeah. And so now everybody think it's cool to pop pills. Mm-hmm. That's nothing but crack. Y'all niggas are low-key a crackhead. When is that ever became cool? But let me not say that to you, young, inspiring rappers. No, but I mean, I think you're right, too. Like, and I remember we had the conversation about, like, what this day and age rap, how that represents, like, what comes out of it from, like, relationships, different, how men are breeded. Because, well, it, I would say the population of people that listen to hip-hop is more male than female. So it's like, how does that breed young men, you know, and what kind of influences do they do they have on them? Because they're not running around popularizing, um, if that's a word. But anyways, they're not out here, you know, shouting out for Kendrick Lamar or J. Cole or the new Jay-Z and things like that. Like, they're talking about, who, who is that Pee-wee? Who is that kid that you saying? Pee-wee Longway. Pee-wee Longway, um... Triple X Tentacion, whatever the hell his name is. Um, who else? The I mean, Lil Pump. Yeah. You know, um, um, Takashi Six Nine, like these kind of rappers. So, um, so in my opinion, like, I wonder, like, how does that affect the development of men in our societies, and how does that, you know, influence the development of relationships? In society, because of this new up and coming hip hop, I think this new up and coming hip hop affects us greatly because sometimes you aren't what you are, but you are what you listen to. Absolutely. Um, for for example, when you go to college, right, the type of music sometimes what you listen to change, mm-hmm. who you listen to change, mm-hmm. right. I remember before college, um, I was all about. Waka Flocka, the old Waka Flocka, the old Gucci, mm-hmm. right? When people was talking about, look, listen to Frederick Douglass or listen to James Baldwin mm-hmm. or listen to Neil deGrasse Tyson. Well, people wasn't talking about that, but now who I listen to, Eric Dyson, Neil deGrasse, Neil deGrasse Tyson. You know, I listen to James Baldwin. So it's a different feel now. I listen to things that is what people have to say, you know, what's 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 the outcome of it mm-hmm. versus you know the hit you know the, this new school hip hop? They don't talk about nothing. You want to talk about fucking bitches and this, that, and the third. And these young guys growing up, some of them don't have their father, so all their father figures are the rappers. Mm-hmm. And we we gotta keep it real. The father figures are the rappers, and so they come, they spin. I don't think they tell you, yo, let's go fuck these bitches, yo, get money, let's rob, let's steal, let's sell drugs, let's pop pills. And so they now out here thinking like, you know what? Pee Wee Longway doing it. He's a millionaire. Let me do it. Yeah. Or, you know, at that time, Gucci Mane doing it. Let me do it. Let me be a trapper. Mm-hmm. You know, versus Neil deGrasse Tyson. If you listen to Neil deGrasse Tyson, He's one of the world-renounced astrophysicists, you know, or Barack Obama. Listen to Barack Obama's speeches. Yeah. It's different content than 
Piri Longway or Little Baby or any of those new guys or Takashi Six Nine. Right. You know, I like using him as an example, but it affects people's relationships. We think that you know, since rappers saying let's fuck these bitches, let's fuck these multitude of different hoes and bitches and this, that, and the third, that it's cool. Like, when does that become cool? Like, to me, if you just get your you get yourself one loyal female, right? Mm-hmm. The whole Bonnie and Clyde aspect comes back. Tupac talks about it. You know, Big used to talk about it. Jay-Z, 03 Bonnie and Clyde, Hov and B, Holla. It's these kind of things. I think that when you publicize multitude of women polygamy, when, you know, when you don't know what's going on, I, I wish what they would do, rappers would do now. If you want to talk about bitches, you need to talk about STD and AIDS. Because that's on the rise like nobody's I, business. Yeah, because that's the thing you don't talk about. You want Everybody want to publicize Atlanta as the highest rap scene. You go to Atlanta, you get all these bitches. Cool. I love my, I love Georgia women. You know, Georgia Peaches, this, that, and the third. But we got to say what it is. Mm-hmm. Atlanta has the highest age rate in the nation. Mm-hmm. And we want to go there, become rappers and MCs. In the same hand, not knowing that a bunch of you know men, women down there in the A has a STD or HIV. Mm-hmm. So to me, rappers have to be responsible and let it be known. Look, yeah, it's cool to fuck these bitches, but goddamn, you know what I'm saying? I'll let y'all niggas know, man. I got an STD on HIV. It was some. It's a multitude of rumors, and even in regards to Trey songs. He's a somewhat of a sick symbol. It's so many of Cases of him having an STD. Oh, yeah. And Trey Songz loves to talk about the different women that he's fucking with. Yeah. That's absolutely So, true. like I said, shout out to the MCs who are careful what they say. Because it affects our young black boys or our young white boys, et cetera, et cetera. You know, we have to hold, hold them to the fire. J. Cole. He doesn't talk about most of the bitches. No, he doesn't. He's married. Yeah. And considered one of the you know, our top MCs. Jay-Z. Look at him. Look at the money he's bringing in. He's bringing more money than all of them. Yeah. And guess who he really has? One female. Kendrick a wife. Lamar. A wife. Beyonce. K-Dot. Mm-hmm. Kendrick Lamar. I mean, we could go on the list. Yeah. We have to hold these rappers to a different standard. It's, everything is not always trap or die. You know what you could do? If everybody's saying they're selling drugs, they're the biggest hustler out here. Mm-hmm. Right? Boom. You don't hustle to get money. You know, become a rapper, or whatever, and then continuously to sell drugs. Yeah, because I keep as, hearing some of these rappers keep doing that as too. Back, as you you hustling backwards, what you do is you 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 know, if you sell drugs, you sell drugs to make it out. Then legitimize your business. I guarantee all these people out here, all these trappers, rappers who say they sell drugs, right? Mm-hmm. Take your same approach to how you hustling, right, and sell something different. Legalize it, right? Legitimize it, and so which you can profit from it, and your name. You don't have to always watch your back. And I think that's what that's what rapping you talk about. Shout out Jay Z dropped four forty four when he's talking about starting the business. He's talking about credit. More rappers just talk start talking about that because I'm not saying Takashi Six Nine is. I know people say, man, you don't talk about this nigga. Takashi Six Nine, he has a lot of buzz. Mm-hmm. Right. If you capitalize on this buzz and not talking about guns and this, that, and the third, talk about something different. Say, you know what? The streets is crazy out here. Look, niggas, yo, y'all come out here, man, show love to the hood. Nigga, all I want to do is show love to the hood. Give money, spread love. 
all this junk, look, then your fan base gets bigger, become more commercialized. More people want to work with you, and you want to be just a Brooklyn artist. You'll be more of a nation artist. You'll be in the, in the atmosphere of the Jay-Z, the Cole, mm-hmm. the old Kanye. Um, and Hence the word, the old Kanye. Yeah, yeah, the old Kanye. But we don't talk about that. They don't talk about that. And I think a lot of these people down here, the listeners, we promote that. Look, these motherfuckers, if you, if you look at it in hindsight, I guarantee a lot of people have friends who turn to fiends. Or have parents who are fiends. These people right here are supplying your parents to drugs for substance abuse in which led them into comas, deaths, and etc. I had friends who was in this thing. Mm-hmm. I called them out. Look, man, yo, why you doing this, yo? You could be out here selling. You got to be hustling hats. You know, you could flip this, legitimize it. But people, people to me, they're scared. You want, you want to follow the trend of a rapper. Look, he's just a regular human being. I don't give a fuck about it, nigga. If they want to knuckle up, we can knuckle up. It is what it is. But stop giving all the love to these new rappers that talks about being fiends. And the old rappers, um, look, tell these young guys what's up. We have to hold the old, the old heads to the fire. Because a lot of them like, man, that's this new wave. Oh, man, They're not saying, saying nothing. Yeah, yeah, just say, nigga, you whack. Lil Yachty, you whack. <laughs> Yo, well, Joe, Joe Budden did, and then everybody was just trying to say like Joe Budden is just just a hater. He's just a hater. I, I think at one time, uh, Lil Yachty went on his show to do like um an interview, and he was like, "Why are you just so damn happy?" And like your rap is just whack and blah blah blah. And everybody was like, "You just hating because he's a less qualified rapper than you, but he's making more money than you, and also like it's more out there than you are." But well, I mean, Lil Yachty, he doesn't talk about something true. He don't. But I'm just saying, he's just a whack no, artist. Mama, would you be my sunshine? He's just whack. He's just lame to me. Yeah, I mean, I, I think you know, this day and age, like we really don't, um, we don't put emphasis on quality music. We just really put emphasis on quantity music, not yeah. quality anymore. And you know, I listen to stuff like that, and you know, I don't really, I'm not really that much like in the hip hop culture as much as I should be. But the only time that I'm going to sit here and really be like, yo, I love this track is if it's really spitting some good stuff. Mm-hmm. Like for J. Cole, like I recently, I know I'm so late, but I've recently just have gotten into his stuff. And it's really like thought provoking. Like we had a whole, we were listening to one of his songs and it started a whole conversation about love, life and and, and uh, temptations and things like that. Yeah. And what we want for the future. And what I believe is, it's like, if people our age and older, because we're 24, 25 and older, are sitting here and bopping to Takashi 6ix9ine, bopping to Lil Pump, I just feel like you're childish. I will always feel like because we Because we have a guy friend that, like, he loves Pee Wee, whatever the hell his name is. Pee Wee Longhorn. And I'm like, yo, my dude, like, this you're nigga, 25. Really, nigga? Really? Talk about and I, and I think that's the issue, too. I have a problem with these, 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 these upper 20s and 30s, you know, you know, individuals listen to these shits. And I'm like, bro, don't you got a mortgage you got to pay? Don't you have goals, other things? These are some, these young niggas who just... 18, 19? 18, 19. They only want to do is pop pills. They have they never lost enough friends. And especially coming from the hood when you've seen enough people die, like, yo, we need to start talking about things that affects us, things that we could create change. You talking about popping a pill 
or sipping on some syrup. Nigga, that is some crackhead fiend shit, my nigga. You need to seek some counseling. You need to go to a rehab facility. I would have made a, uh, you know what I'm saying, if I was, you know, selling those kind of things, I would have made a fortune off you niggas. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I would have made a fortune. Like, oh, especially I go on Facebook, I see people like, yo, where the gas at? And, and, and it's so funny to me because people say, where the gas at? And then they would proceed to say, like, an, a week later or whatever, yo, y'all know the feds be watching, feds be lurking. Y'all seen the feds be lurking, but y'all be saying y'all be doing the drugs online, on internet. Or they be smoking weed, like, on Facebook Live. I'm like, what are you doing, my guy? It's just South Carolina, stupid. like, what are you doing? It's just so fucking stupid. It's not even just South Carolina. It's just, it's constantly stupid with the gas at. But then you want to see the feds are watching? You the reason why the feds are watching. Y'all niggas are low-key some snitches. And that's just real. I'm going to say this like that. Y'all people on Facebook or on these social media who ask about these things are low-key snitches. And that's just real. But, you know, it is what it is. Anybody wants, you know, y'all, look, fiends, y'all some crackheads, fiends, y'all popping mollies. I remember a homeboy who told me he popped a, a pill in a girl's butt once. Oh, that my God. From Atlanta. <laughs> I was like, yeah, Atlanta, I swear. Something, something, something's in that, that Atlanta water. But. Oh, my God. Okay, so let's um, go away from that and um, talk about the transgender girls that won the track race. Um, so in Bunkley High School, which I believe is in Massachusetts, if mm-hmm. I'm right. You're right, you're right. Okay, um, so transgender girls, Terry Miller and um, Andrea Yearwood, um, they actually won first and second place in the championship for girls track. Um and the rule is that kids can play with their gender identity, that uh, with the gender identity that that they I they they identify, I identify with. with. Mm-hmm. And um, so a lot of parents are outraged because these two girls, well, transgender girls, um, ended up winning, feeling like it's unfair. They have an unfair advantage because they're biological, bo- biologically boys. So you know, what's what's our take on that? You know, do do we think that it's unfair or did these transgender girls have every right to have the state championship? Okay. I mean, do you, you, want, you want to tackle that first? Um, I think for me, um, I mean, I'm probably going to be looked at like I'm crazy, but I'm a huge LGBT, LGBTQ supporter. Absolutely. I really am. I always talk about how much I support them. Um, but at the same time, um, being transgender because they're still 15. They haven't gone through the complete change. And as boys, you have testosterone. And what testosterone gives you, like you have more muscle mass, you have more um, more, more bone mass. And me being, mm-hmm. you know, a nursing student and knowing anatomy and physiology, um, when you talk about hormones and when you talk about size, you know, testosterone is has a lot to do with speed um, and build. So basically as boys, you know, I'm not trying to say that, you know, boys are more capable than girls. That's not the case. But when you look at biologically, we have um, estrogen. You guys have testosterone, which with with testosterone, it does make you guys a little bit stronger and faster than we are. Mm -hmm. So um, I understand, you know, as a transgender person, you want to compete with the gender that you feel like you identify with. But when you look at things biologically, mm-hmm. is it fair? Is it not fair? I mean, 
I understand where these girls that one are coming from because they put in the work, but I can also understand where the other parents are coming from with the, you know, unfair advantage because these two girls are biologically boys because they're not, they haven't transitioned all the way. What do you think? <laughs> all right. This is an interesting uh, incident, excuse me, that happened similar to this um, a year ago mm-hmm. in Texas. Um, regards, you know, if people don't know me, I wrestled in high school and I wrestled in college. Um, and in this certain thing, it was that um, a male who identifies as a female wrestled and a female weight class. Mm-hmm. The thing about it that's big to me is, is this, is that it's easier for men to gain muscle versus women. Yes, it is. Biologically. Because we have an abundance of testosterone, you know, we release when we have sex, whatever, whatever it is. But biologically, you know, because it's, it's a testosterone, we are naturally stronger. Um, I don't think it's fair at all. Because being a natural woman, a natural woman, you have to go through when training, you have to train during your period, the cramps, and these other, you know, natural causes mm-hmm. versus the men, men, when we don't. And it's easier, it's easier for us to, you know, to go faster, to be stronger, good because it's a testosterone. And I don't feel that like the girls had a fair advantage. Mm-hmm. I feel like the girls who ran track. Um, they were males, and they ran and they ran track, and they won. Is not equal to regular females mm-hmm. because of the muscle mass. Mm-hmm. So yes, the parents do have a right to be outraged. The parents had a right to be outraged in regards to um, the transsexual wrestler. Mm-hmm. He he, she, all, however, they want to you know say they say what they are. Her, uh, she was born a male. And she dominated female wrestling class. She won like three years straight. And she was, you know, she only been in high school like three years. So that tells me one thing. She had more, and she, that means, you know, more mus- muscle, muscle mass. Yeah, and they're still being trained. So that muscle mass is going to increase and keep increasing, keep increasing, no matter how much, you know, you're trying to, to transition yourself into a female. That's like, to me, that's like this, right? For example, would you put Usain Bolt against Allison Felix? And would that be a fair race? Allison Felix is Allison Felix is you know she's a sprinter uh, from the United States. She runs the two hundred. She's pretty fast. Oh, okay, yeah. Then hell yeah, I'm a girl, and I still I'm a girl who works out a lot and who's pretty athletic. I will so, say so myself, but even I wouldn't be because I'm not trained for that. I train to be healthy and to look good in a swimsuit, in a tight-ass dress. I don't train to run fucking marathons. But even if you did train to run marathons, right? Well, it's, 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 then it's, I could. The, then it's a possibility. The timing, according to you know records, the timing is different. Like I said, you saying Alex and Phil's won't race you saying both. He'll win, but everybody like, well, she, you know, she's a female. The muscle mass is different. Right. And Wait, the Alex person, that's it's a girl. Yeah, she's, Alex, she's a, Alex. She's a female, yeah. biologically, everything, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, okay, so then, yeah, if I train for that, I could compete. But her her top speed would compete with Usain Bolt at his top speed. The fastest man, right, and the fastest woman, the fastest man time is, is, is 
you know, it's short and the fastest woman time. Right. That's just how it is. And to me, when it comes to these girls, when they're racing, though they're transitioning, their muscle mass and muscle memory is different mm -hmm. biologically than their female counterparts that they're racing with. Mm -hmm. So, yes, they will win. Yes, it's an unfair advantage. Yes, it should be um, it should be things that need to be said. What I mean, what's what's going to happen when it gets to the NCAA? It need to be rules or regulations need to be put on these kind of things, and nobody well, and and it's the hard thing to figure out because of the LGBT community, right? All right, and I'm gonna go a little further. I mean, we had this conversation the other day. Is that I'm for sexual freedom? Absolutely. And I was, you know. If you if you a guy want to be with a guy, do it. You a girl want to be a girl, do it. You know, if you buy, do whatever the case may be, right? But I think that in regards to that, with sexual freedom, is that it's things that's come with it. That's that's going to come with it. Mm -hmm. um, people who are pedophile looking looking for acceptance. So Pedophiles good. are looking for acceptance. Don't ever. People who are what zoophiles. I may be saying the word <laughs> wrong. Zoophiles looking for acceptance. Mm -hmm. Everything is about to start looking for acceptance. Mm -hmm. And I feel that, I don't know how to say this without sounding like weird. We need, to, we need to start putting things in check. Right? What is acceptable, what is not acceptable? Well, pedophile is not acceptable. But but also they said it's, it's, it's a mental state. What they say they've been like that since they were kids. Yeah, I know. There's been plenty of articles that are that are talking about it and saying that you know it's it's like a thing that they've had since they were kids. Or bestiality, zoophilia. Yeah, that's been going on since Egyptian times. People don't. People want to talk about Egypt. Don't want to talk about that part too. That's or true. Or in regards to yep, the Greek time. Greek had it. The Greeks was the Minotaur. The story. I'm a history, history lesson. So the Minotaur was basically. A woman has sex with a bull, but not just any woman. King Poseidon, um, curse, I forgot the king name, um, I don't know, maybe Midas. And he said, if you don't give me your best bull, um, something going to happen. So the king decides to hide the bull, right? Give him the second best. So Poseidon sees this, right? So all right, since you're trying to play me, this is what we're going to do. Mm -hmm. He makes the king's wife fall in love with the bull, right? So the um, the wife with the queen, she would you know walk around this this bull. The bull didn't want no parts with her um, until one day she decides to dress herself like a cow, and the bull gets on her, impregnates her, thus becomes uh, the Minotaur. But people are gonna be start saying, well, zoophilia people been around here since the you know the age of time. I mean, since the dawn of time. I remember I wrote a paper about it. Yeah. I wrote a whole paper about it. I went to a, a secret chat room with these motherfuckers for behavior and statistics. And you said you interviewed them too, right? I interviewed one person. Mm -hmm. He told me that um, a lot of guys, boys growing up, he said that they would have Playboy, Playboy magazines. Yeah. But he had a horse, a horse magazine. And he, oh, he thought he was different, but he always loved the horse. He has a horse now of me. And, you know, he said he loves the horse. He said the horse can tell him whether the horse is in love with him, whether the horse likes the sex or not. Serious. So so are, is the sexual freedom for that going to be available? 
He could tell when a horse is, is wanting the sex or likes it? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So, like I said, it's, it's one of those things that we have to pay attention to. Yeah, I mean, that that's that's true, but... um. And a lot of people are also, you know, going back to the to the uh, track thing. Um, a lot of people are also saying that, you know, white kids just white parents don't like their white kids to lose. Do you think that there's that involved in it too? Uh, yes and no. But one thing we do know, it doesn't matter. if a white kid lost a black kid and a spring competition, are they really gonna be mad? Really? What history shows when everybody knows is that niggas are fast. We are fast. Bad people are fast. We are fast. So I don't think that's a judge. I don't think that's that's fair. I don't I don't think that it's a racial thing. I think that everybody knew that black people usually wins like the hundred meters. Yeah. Two hundred meters. Yeah. Four hundred meters. Yeah. It's just history proves that we normally win it. So it's not to me it's not just not just that, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I think you do. People, I realize that people put their feelings before science. Like I, I can understand you have your feelings, and I mean, I do. For me, um, I, I would like for people to uh, play with the gender that they they identify with, but you have to still look at science. Like even though I have my feelings for supporting the transgender community, I still look at science. Science will never tell you a lie. Science proves that when it comes to having testosterone, you're able to do a lot, lot more things physically than someone who does not have it. Right. It's like, like to me, it's like, say, a transsexual male goes straight ahead and play. Um, I bet it's going to happen. Female basketball, women's basketball in high school before he fully transitioned. His hands gonna be huge. Gonna be the muscle, the muscle mass is gonna be different. He's gonna be dunking it has, girls. That's the thing. Now yeah. after after school, if you want to do something else, and cool, you know, personally. But to me, when it comes to athletics, I think it's un, it's an unfair advantage. Yeah, I can definitely see that for sure. It's, it's, it just it's not equal. Yeah. But, yeah, definitely. I definitely want to ask some more people about what they think about it. You know. But all right. So next. Dame Dash and Lee Daniels, Mr. Real Man Don't Do That. Ain't that right, OG Daniels? <laughs> All right, so this is the story. What happens is this. Dame Dash loaned Lee Daniels uh, $2 million, mm-hmm. right, to start Lee Daniels up, you know, because he believed in Lee Daniels. Yeah. And Lee Daniels blew up. If people don't know who Lee Daniels is. He did Precious, um, The Butler, mm-hmm. Empire. And most of those small shows or been producers on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but he never gave Dang Dash his money back. Now, I'm not, Monique may be a prophet because Monique said this. That we was going to see the air of his shitty way. And we did, we do. Lee Daniels needed a call for the check to, to Dang Dash because Dang Dash supported you. And he called him a culture vulture. He, he's eating off the culture without supporting the culture, right? Giving back to the culture. So he's not giving back to the culture. How is he not giving back to the culture? As a black man, I give you money to start your business. You making money for these white studios. 
but you didn't get the black money, the black man his money back. Oh, and I also looked, and he's worth twenty million, so he could have easily given back that twenty that that two million to Dame Dash a long time ago. But you gonna do it? We got, like I said, hold them to the fire, and which just this you know cultural, which just leads a segue to the topic. Um, I really want to talk about. Oh, and by the way, too, um, from what I, I've been reading, Dame Dash is trying to sue uh, for $25 million. Get his money. I'm like, God damn, $25 million? Though, that's kind of a lot. Okay, I, I would understand. Interest. Interest. Okay, well, how long ago did he give him the money? No. <laughs> Excuse me. How long ago was Precious? Damn, that was almost 10 years ago. Okay, there you go. Just like student loans. Yeah, trust me, I know. So, call, you got to call up the check, Jack. You got to cough it up. Oh, all right. Well, now we're going to talk about something that um some people have asked for us to talk about. Um, so Kim K, you know, waltz her ass over to um I think it was the MTV uh, Movie Award, and she had um braids in her head, mm-hmm. of course, and um. And it's starting, you know, a whole debate and a huge frenzy off of that. So that's something that, you know, we've we've been seeing a lot of. Um, Kim K's been wearing braids. Her sisters have been wearing braids like crazy. And we see like a lot of um, white women wearing these these locks. That's basically something that we wear all the time. But, you know, as black women, it's been such a long time where we have not been able to be one, taken seriously or two, um, getting hired because of the nature of our hair, whether it is braided or whether it is left natural. And that's where the whole perm thing kind of began. Um, just a quick history lesson. Um, in Louisiana, they had um, a Spanish governor did um, a law which was called the, the Tignan Law, if I'm saying that correctly. It was in 1786, I believe. Um, and the law was that Women of African descent were not allowed to wear their hair naturally. They had to wear head head um, headscarves because their elaborate hairstyles were attracting white males, mm-hmm. and because they were seeing, you know, this um, huge birth of biracial children, and they wanted to keep the white men for the white women. So they made that law that women had to wear um, headscarves no matter what. But now we see white women constantly wearing, you know, braids and things like that. And don't get me wrong. I mean, Kim K's braids, they were cute. But, you know, and we also saw like a huge debate on Facebook about that, too. Um, So what's our take on cultural appropriation in black hair? Uh, Okay, I'm going to start with this. I'm going to start with... Kim K and I'm gonna work my way down. Okay. Reason why a lot of black people, about a lot of black women, are in upright Kim K braids mm-hmm. is because the Kardashians capitalize on black women features. Absolutely. You see what I'm saying? And without being black, you don't talk about a black stroke. You don't never talk about it. You never witness it. You never you never speak out against it. Mm-hmm. But you want to copy. You want to mimic. All of our features. Mm-hmm. First, her first thing she did was get a big butt, mm-hmm. right? Then she got her lips done more. Yes. Right now she's kind of darker in tone of her skin, mm-hmm. and now she's rocking braids. Mm-hmm. Now, who was laughing mimic cat with a big butt? We were. Who was laughing mimic cat when it comes to lips? We were. Who was laughing mimic at when it comes to hair? 
We were. That's the uproar. Yeah. You don't speak out about nothing that's black. Right. You don't talk about it. You don't speak out about it. You don't say, you know what? You know what? Black lives matter. Or or you don't you don't go out in the streets and protest. Right. But what happened is when your when your gay best friend started saying, you know, some very uh, I guess some racial slurs, you want to take up for him. And tell us that we needed to calm our little asses Yeah, now. like we were tripping. Yeah. to come for him. And then after it affected your pocketbook, now you want to retract your comment. Right. Because your PR person called. That's why people are tired about Kim K. Wayne braids. Oh, okay. Because you, you suck black dick? No. Okay, you got... Oh, oh, no, no. She has a mixed child. She has a mixed child. Oh, yeah, because they tried to say that the reason why she wore braids was because North wanted her to wear braids because she was wearing braids. Girl, you are the damn adult. You tell that child I'm not wearing braids. You can wear damn braids because your hair needs to be in braids because all them damn curls and how thick your hair is. I think that's the... And uh, we have to look at it just like that. Look, mm. the Kardashians capitalize on looking like black women. Chloe... Um, Kylie, and I don't know if Kendall, but all of them capitalize from black things, from just black people, period. Yep. And don't give nothing back to the black community. They suck the black athletes' dicks like no other. Yeah. Right? They change their body look like them. Yeah. They rock the fashion. Yeah. They try to be around the rappers, but they don't say nothing about the black community. They don't say nothing. Like, look, we need to put all our money into the black community. We all we, we always sucking they niggas dicks. Or telling telling white people, hey white people, y'all need to stop killing these black folks because we do love black men and we want a plethora of them. So can you keep them alive? Thanks a bunch. They don't. So that's the issue with Kim Kardashian um, and her braids, and that's why I would agree with all my black women. Yes, that is cultural appropriation. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Call to the fire, Kanye. I remember the girl, a girl who commented on. She said. Well, I guess Kanye West, you know, he probably told her, you know, about all that stuff. He's not dumb. This nigga don't even read a book. He said he don't. He doesn't read books. Thank you. So to get information from a person who don't read books, you think he read about? You think he read books? Um, James Baldwin, I'm not your Negro. Think he read that? Oh, do you think? Do you think he reads astronomy with Neil deGrasse Tyson? No. Oh, just basic. I mean, the fact that he made the comment of uh, slavery being a choice, that just shows that he did not pay attention to history class. He must have dozed the fuck off. No, or, or no, not. Or he didn't read the William Lynch letter. That either. I li- but I think that's the issue, is that we get information from ill-informed people. Mm-hmm. I remember Denzel said this one thing about, about the news. He said, if you either listen to the news, um, if you listen to the news, you're misinformed. You're no, ill-informed. You're ill-informed. If you don't listen to the news, you're, you're misinformed. Kanye West is one of the people who don't do neither. Yeah. He is just out here just, you know what? Look, there's a bunch of people. Y'all should take over. Y'all should go over there take over the plantation. This has been going on for years. I know it's kind of old for me to touch upon this Kanye West thing, but mm-hmm. let, me, let, me, let me address it for a second. These things have been going on for years, right? PTSD. We will say that um, it affects the soldiers. Everybody agrees to it. Yeah, yeah, PTSD, right? The slaves couldn't have that. Black people are not having it now. We've seen all these all these bad boys getting killed by police. 
You don't think we're having PTSD moments? From seeing these things every single day. We literally get on Facebook, get on Instagram, and this is the things that we see. We see live videos of these things. We see people getting shot right there by the police, right there in front of us. And I think that's the thing that, you know, to go back to Kim Kardashian, that's the thing that nobody pays attention to. Mm -hmm. That's why she's doing cultural appropriation. That's the reason why people need to pay more attention to black mental health. Yeah. And um, the person that um, that was also like kind of arguing against us being mad about it, she was saying that, well, you know, straight hair and weaves and stuff like that, like that's for white and, and Asian people. So isn't that, aren't you guys being a part of cultural appropriation? <sighs> to an extent, I would say yes, mm -hmm. to an extent. Um, but we have to look at it in the context. Now it's not popular anymore, though. No, we got to look at it. We got we to pull it into the whole context. Reason why that became um, acceptable, reason why black women started doing is because of the white women. Because yes. they couldn't get no jobs. They couldn't get seen. They would be called, considered monkeys and this, that, and the third because Four. of their nappy hair, because of the, the root, the texture of the hair. Mm -hmm. So guess what? That's not, to me, it is, but it's not. Because they did it because society wasn't giving them a job. Society wasn't wasn't accepting them because society said, you know, damn them because how they look, their physical appearance. Now we're coming back. Now the the teen natural, the natural hair. You know what? I'm happy for my curls here. It's coming back. Mm -hmm. So. So now that it's coming back and we're reclaiming it, now we're seeing these white women want to claim it too. And we're like, uh-uh, your people made us not do this. So no, can we have our stuff just for us and you keep your straight hair to yourself? Correct, right. So like I said, it, it, it is what it is, but history, learn your history before you make assumptions. Right. Now. What we got coming on next? Okay, God so let's see. So now we got the Space Force. Um, Trump announced that we're going, that what we're building a space shuttle, a spaceship. We're we going on a magic school bus or something. All right, this is what we're going on a trip. I, 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 I explain ship. Um, Donald Trump, uh, he's establishing a Space Force for the military in space. Um, you know, I guess what, it, what it's doing is it's helping the exploration of space. Um, and also for military endeavors. Now, we could take this as two different things. Mm -hmm. We could take it as one as, wow, the, the warfare is going totally different now. Is everybody start fighting in space? Yep. Or we could take it as the exploration of space, that which we've been we're trying to do. Barack Obama in 2010 just gave NASA like $6, six billion to help the exploration in space. So there's something up there to me. To me, we are before to believe that there's nothing up there. If all the evidence shows that we keep searching farther and farther and farther, and for the president to say, you know what, let's put the military in space, shows, tells me that they've seen something mm -hmm. or they found something. There are planets um, outside of the solar system that could be inhabited by humans, by us. We have to remember, when it comes to creating life or life form, the most fertile um, element is carbon, right? And carbon is fertile. We're, we're, we're one of the creations of carbon. We're not just magical dust, mm -hmm. right? 
And so that's why it's important to see what the fuck is out there. You know, the question is this. Was the Anunnaki's right? I mean, excuse me, was the Sumerians right? Were the Egyptians right? Was all the religious people right, but different terminology? Because mm. it, it's something about humanity. We constantly look in space. We constantly look up. It's something always flying from the sky down. Yep, because we always we always say, you know, if you know you're looking for God, look onto the sky or look up there and things like that. You know. So, like I said, it's something up there. So when Donald Trump said the space force, yeah, I made jokes about it, like Power Rangers in space, and, <laughs> you know, niggas in space. No. <laughs> so, but but on a serious note, is this? They probably saw something. Mm-hmm. The government usually don't leak things out till probably like 20 years later. Yeah, and then Obama talked about it too, right? So, yes, yeah, so we cannot just look at Donald Trump like, yo, this nigga is tripping. He's going off of what he's heard. He's going off the information he's got. Look, I'm not a Donald Trump fan by by any means. But when it comes to certain things, you have to, you have to say, you know what, bro? I can feel you on this one. I don't agree with your views on a lot of shit, mm-hmm. but I know there's something up there. Mm-hmm. We need to stop ignoring it. Yep. We need to, people. There's so many cases of people being abducted or they have these bitches of an alien. And we just, like, nigga, you tripping. Oh, so they tripping because they seen an alien. But you seen the angel and you the real shit. Oh, you heard God's voice. Right. I, I think that's, yeah. I mean, that's, that's the craziest thing. Um, but Space Exploration Program... I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Hopefully, if I'm a, you know, if I'm making C100, I'll probably get them on the space shuttles and see what the fuck is going on up there. I know. I would really want to know what is up there for sure. Like, I really wonder, like, what is it? Because everybody's fascination with space has been crazy for a while. So mm-hmm. I really wonder what what is it that they're gonna see. But um, got a complete what I was gonna say. But yeah, so I can't wait to see like what is it. But here's what I think: Are they gonna leak? Anything to get any information? Because I don't think they will. They'll leak things like when we're like 70. Well, we'll find some. For example, and I'm like, you're like, damn, man, you're a conspiracy theorist person. You remember the time where they cloned the goat? Yes. They cloned the goat, and we had nothing about cloning since. How weird oh, as fuck is apparently, that? Apparently, speaking of cloning, um, what is this chick's name that sings Hero? Um, Dang it. What is her name? Barbara Streisand. There you go. She cloned her dog. I'm telling y'all. She cloned her damn dog. I'm telling y'all. Little white Maltese. I'm telling. I'm telling y'all. People of this world, black people, black society. Look, y'all. But y'all already know what it is. I don't have to tell y'all. Look, you don't need a whole car to see an ace. I'm telling you just like that. But there's things out here in this universe. That we don't know. We know about dark matter. Dark matter is around us. It surrounds the earth. It's somewhat like gravity. But we don't know what it's made of. Mm-hmm. We can see the beginning of the world of the universe from the Big Bang. Or the world from the Big Bang. From radioactive waves. Listen, there's things that we are searching for in space. There are things that are in space. That we need, I guess they try just to confirm or to get it before you get us. Look, I'm all for it. 
God damn it. I can't wait. We're going on a trip in our favorite rocket ships. Ay. But let me start one Ay. more. The stupid motherfucker of the week. This heifer. Permit um, Patty. So, uh, Permit Patty, right? So she stops an eight-year-old selling water. She called the cops. She calls the cops and basically tell me the girl doesn't have a uh, permit to sell this water. To sell H2O. Two hydrogen, one oxygen. Okay? So after she got blasted on social media. Oh, she tried to hide and everything, duck down and all. After she got blasted, she, she decides to go on, I guess, the news and try to, you know, cry and say, I got all these hate mails and messages and phone calls. Well, shit, bitch, you deserve it. Why are you calling the police on a fucking eight-year-old trying to hustle themselves? Exactly. Who don't know nothing? I mean, she's probably just doing it because she thought it was a fun thing to do. It doesn't matter if she was doing it. She's, she's practicing her entrepreneur skills. Exactly. So, guess what? You know what? And I'm going to say this. Why do, a lot of you white motherfuckers, white America, not all, not all white people, but most of y'all, constant. Why y'all keep fucking with black people? And kids too. Don't let don't let forty five. Don't let the president be the reason to get your ass beat. Thank you. Because I know one thing: you come at me with some bullshit, I'm knocking your head loose. Could you imagine if Channing was trying to do that and somebody tried? Ooh. If somebody comes to my side and say, "I'm gonna call the police on your child because he's selling fucking lemonade," how many fucking commercials you see these little white kids on a damn corner selling fucking lemonade for twenty five cents? Nobody called the fucking police on them, but damn let a little black girl send us some goddamn water. Water. You want to call the police. Permit Patty, sit, take several fucking seats, and you fucking thought. Yankee Stadium, pick a seat. You old. That's why she, you know what? Permit Patty, you ever saw how old overcooked grits look? Yes. That's how Permit Patty looks like. <laughs> old overcooked grits that nobody wants, and we just throw in the trash. That's not what you are. You are trash grits, Permit fucking Patty. Just throw the whole patty away. I mean, legit. Like I, when she got on the news, she was like, "They're sending me hate mails and death threats." It's, like, don't call the police and then want to cry. They always do that. That's what Why y'all want to call the police and then cry about it? You had that energy. You had that energy. Keep, you keep the same. Yo, no, 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 no. Keep the same energy you had when you were trying to sit there and get this little girl in trouble. Keep that same energy when somebody trying to knock your head off for doing some stupid shit like that. Keep the same energy, Patty. Patty ain't gonna keep that. Patty don't lost a lot of money. Patty Mae Jenkins need to keep the same energy. I don't know about Patty Mae Jenkins. Her name McCormick, is maybe. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Patty McCormick. She Patty. need to keep the same energy. Keep the same energy. Keep it. Nah. Patty. Her name is probably Patty fucking... What name is Benson. Awesome. Harris. Maybe. Surprisingly, there's actually a lot of white people with the last name Johnson. And really? Jenkins. Absolutely. I know. I mean, the CEO of Starbucks' his last name is um is Johnson. I think his name is Al Johnson. Leo Johnson. I don't know. Fuck that. Something fuck like permit Patty. God damn it. Shit. If I see you in the street, I ain't gonna tell you what I'm gonna do. I might just mean mugger and told her she was a stupid hoe. But it is what it is. I'll roll my shades down and just give her the death, the the the, 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 the Haitian stare of death. <laughs> I mean, legit, a eight-year-old little girl. Eight-year-old. Eight like I said, just throw the whole patty away. Throw away. All right, but I guess we. Um, that was our last segment. 
So I'm going to leave with some positive words. You are where you are because of who you are. All right? Amen. So listen to me. If you want to become successful, if you want to change your personality, if you want to change the perception, first thing you have to do is change yourself. Like, thank y'all for listening. Please hit the subscribe button. Follow us on Instagram. Um, also, yeah, and we are on Google Play, uh, iTunes, Anchor, iHeartRadio, and TuneIn, SoundCloud. Podbean. Goddamn, Podbean. We all kind of shit. All right, just tell your friends and tell a friend to hit the subscribe button. Yes, for sure. And definitely join us. Um, for the conversation every single week where we talk about any and everything and give us feedbacks. Let us know what what issues y'all would like for us to tackle. And uh, follow me uh, on my Instagram page at Egyptia and follow John Richard at iClark underscore Kent. Did I say that right? Yeah, you said it right. It took me forever to real to, to say this damn name of his. Kent. I'm on all social media. God. You want me? I'm on Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter. That's about it. I don't know. Facebook. Stuff. Yeah, Facebook. That's like the biggest one that you Yeah, on. but check us out. Um, give us a like and a subscribe button. And we'll see y'all next week. Bye.